I'm Jake. He's Miguel Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> what? Chet, chet. There was, there was a good portion that we just recorded. Oh, I take it back. We didn't record fucking shit because I forgot to hit the button. Um, Non-button pusher. So guy. it looks like there was something recorded, though. That I don't know what. I guess I'll see whenever I take it out of there. And Yeah, we'll figure it out. So okay. Ghosts in the machine. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh? <laughs> all right so we're gonna we had a request from uh from one jessica tungate who we used to work with yep, yep, yep. uh who asked for a review non-spoilery spoilery review of assassin's creed she hasn't seen it yet and she wants to know a friend's opinion i have none so joseph will have to suffice <laughs> we'll see if it's sufficient for your sufficing Suffi- sufficient sufficing <laughs> is it sufficient sufficing <laughs> Surmise my sufficient sufficing. So let's give her give her a, give her a, a, a quick rundown of uh, kind of <clears throat> what to expect from it. And yeah, yeah. As as a fan of the games, I've played played all of the main console editions. Uh, fucking deja vu, man. Yeah, I know. I had. Uh... <clears throat> Anyways, yeah, yeah. I'd uh, I'd played through all the games, uh, pretty extensively. Get a good percentage on there. Um, but yeah, I went into the, watched the film with my father on, uh, <laughs> he's mocking me. I'm not mocking you. It's like a Newton's cradle over there. Tick, 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 rocking. Um, I, I hope it has, uh, some relativity fun over there with the mic. Um, yeah. Um, so I, I'd played through the games, uh, quite a bit. Enjoy them. Uh, Went and seen the film in theaters with my dad, and uh, yeah, it was good. I read the a lot of the critics' reviews beforehand, the negative critics' reviews. So you mean all the critic reviews? All the critic reviews that were uh, <laughs> fairly negative. Um, so I I was kind of looking for some things, but uh, and I agree definitely with some of their their issues on it. Um, overall, though, I liked it, and as a fan of the series, I'm not sure that it. it I think it helped. To some extent, me knowing kind of some of the plot what ideas, were, what they were going for, and some yeah, of the ideas yeah. behind it. Um, my father liked it and had no prior knowledge to the the story, but he liked the action scenes and a lot of what was going on. So uh, it, it benefited for someone who had never you know read any of the story um, or played any of the story, I suppose. But yeah, <laughs> but um, I, I think I think they did a really good job for having um, a, a story that's kind of hard to surmise in a, in a two hour frame. Um, you've got present time, you've got, uh, the ancestral, uh, time that you're the, the main character is reliving through his, uh, DNA, um, via this corporation, um, that captures him. And, uh, but they also have those two main storylines that are having conflicts and things going on, but also, reliving the main character's um, childhood. childhood and past and things that have happened to him in his life, which 
adds to a lot of uh, cuts early on that break up the flow of the film. Um, and Jeremy Irons, uh, character as well as his daughter's conversation seem kind of clunky and not very, uh, very smooth or well fleshed out as they should have been. But, uh, action sequences were great. I think they did a good job of capturing the, uh, the parkour and the free running that happens in the show or in the game. And, uh, Michael Fassbender's awesome. Uh, I liked a lot of the dialogue with the, uh, patients in Abstergo. And, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I think they did a pretty solid job for all that they tried to fit into that two hours. Uh, I think they made it fairly cohesive and did a decent job of giving enough uh, breadth to each each uh, section, really. Now, for, okay, so for somebody who didn't watch it, should be enjoyable? Yeah, I think so. If you, like you said if, your dad, they'd be like, what kind of movies is your dad? Like, what, what kind yeah. of... As I mean, action movies as he like. Yeah, uh, I mean, he can go anywhere from like Seagal to you know, yeah. So I mean, up to so yeah, as long more, as something is happening on the screen, if there's explosions, he's usually he's pretty, pretty content, pretty down with it. But uh, I mean, he likes stuff like uh, the Game of Thrones series and things like that. But uh, yeah, I think um, just even just action wise, he enjoyed a lot of the scenes and um, the storyline was I you know followable enough, I guess, for someone who'd never really looked into the games or anything like that didn't really know what was going on with that so i mean uh i would say it's it's pretty accessible okay so way. even if you haven't watched it it's fairly entertaining if he, if he got it enough yeah i would say now without giving it away did they leave it open for a sequel that will we that they will never get um they didn't really leave it completely open-ended but it was set up in a way where they could have added more. So it closed um, off the story from the first movie, but left you. It left where there an was an inkling of there was there was people alive near the end of the film where it could have continued on with okay. more story. Yeah, um, and definitely within the games and things, there's you know a multitude of people that involve are involved in the uh, historical situations that they can pull from and so sometimes there's there's not the same character throughout the later games as it is in the earlier games right whose ancestry they're about so i mean they could jump to anybody really and not even the main character from that story yeah. but. that's kind of the beauty i think of assassin's creed now no i'm nowhere near an expert i played a little, most of the games uh but never completed any of them uh but it's kind of the cool thing is that you don't really have to stick to one main character you can just kind of float to somebody else and have it. I mean, it. the first... Um, it could be almost like an anthology series. Yeah, I mean, the first, f- I believe, five games are all based on the, the same... Desmond. Uh, yeah, Desmond. Um, it's uh, one, uh, two, Revelations, or Brotherhood Revelations, and then three specifically deal with him, and then um, the next two also are relatives of the character from the third game, so I assume they're part of Desmond's uh, bloodline also because um, they mentioned sometimes in Upstergo dealing with still having his blood as a as a base uh, or as a basis that they're doing some of the things later on you're playing an employee at Stur- Abstergo who's doing things with whatever patient's blood that they're wanting you to research through so they um yeah I know I was actually I watched a list from what culture the other day um about it was top 10 video game sequels that we will never get yeah uh, a lot of really interesting ones on there, but one of them they put on there and said this one is one that was like a more of a missed opportunity, mm-hmm. which was a modern day Assassin's Creed with Desmond. Yeah. Uh, they said they kind of touched on there was a little bit in the game. Yeah. Uh, one the, of the games where you got to do a little bit with him. 
Yeah, you um, in one of the later games, you you're actually you know climbing through some skyscrapers and things like that to uh, steal some artifacts. As like they showed, Azam. as they showed some clips and, from that, uh, I was like, which, that looks which is fun. pretty cool. Um, and they've they've done some things within these recent ones where you're uh climbing Eiffel Tower in Paris during World War Two, and some things like that where you've got some more modern situations happening. Um, I just which, think, but but they're. A lot of people um, don't feel that that really gives the same. I mean, it, it kind of ended off this last one. They're in Victorian era England, um, and it's it's definitely good, it's a solid series. But um, this next one that's coming out, they're going back to the the beginning of the Brotherhood in ancient Egypt. And yeah, that's um, right. That's like it's the called very a, Assassin's origins. Creed Origins. Yeah, um, which I'm pretty interested. It looks like there's some uh, crocodile situations and. Uh, um, some some pyramid climbing, which there are uh, some people kind of upset by that though. Yeah, I can see because that. they said that one, it's origins, which means that any kind of advancement that they had in other games might not necessarily come up in these games. Also, it doesn't seem like they really advanced uh, controls or they, they've they've done quite a bit. Really. Well, in this because the way they talked was that this was they were going to overhaul the entire yeah. thing. Uh, because it had like the same animations for climbing, yeah, uh, yeah. since almost the beginning. Yeah, um, they they updated it when they went to um, these last two or three, where you actually have um, motions for climbing down. Right, down, but even like that, that, like, it, but the controls have been the same. Which is, I'm not saying it's a, yeah. necessarily a bad thing because it is always good to be have able, a familiarity when you yeah, pick it back up. But there is something to be said about updating yeah uh, i think some of the cool advancements that we got with was uh in brotherhood and revelation they had a uh, where you could build your own bombs and put which you know uh tidbits you wanted in your bomb that you're carrying so you get to use those as smoke bombs or throw a bomb that released money out to get a crowd to move and things like that that add a lot of variety and then the uh revelations you got a hook blade where you could hook onto um cords and stuff going through the town and oh, travel cool. around and then when you went to um assassin's creed 3 they implemented hunting where you could trade furs yeah, for I money, remember that one things like that and then within that one and also black flag you had the um uh ship Ships. sailing and you could travel and you could whale black uh, flag particularly hunt, really yeah. kind of <laughs> hunt, hunt whales things like that and also had um assassin's creed uh rogue where you played at a templar instead of the assassin yeah and which well was you were a, a former assassin a former assassin that moved over to the templar yeah. uh, side which was an interesting change that, i enjoyed that game um, a lot i played that's when i played and actually got into yeah it was a nice um touch back to some of the older one where you actually got to build up the community and things like that like you did in the earlier um series which i liked a lot I got kind of uh, burnt out on all the uh, ship travel. On the yeah, Black Flag I'm, and I'm playing. Black... I mean, it was a cool addition, but it just it got. Whenever it's all about that, it kind of gets old. Yeah, it I, got uh, to where I really enjoyed, like in Revelation, you know, building up the towns and stuff like that. I played Black, Black F- Flag. I'm I'm not done with it. I got yeah. stuck in a part, and it's part where like uh, this fortress, I guess, is mm-hmm. is attacking me in a ship, but they win because fuck, I can't shoot. I don't fucking know how to kill them. I don't. Know, I can't. I can't shoot the fucking guns uh, far enough to be able to hit them if I get too close, and they blow me away real fucking quick. Yeah. Um, so I got stuck. So I got frustrated and just stopped playing okay. it. Um, but I mean, that was. I like that one also partly because I got to talk for, or that place. Constantine, Constantine yeah. talks for the yeah. Edward Kenway. 
Um, uh, yeah, uh, Edward Kenway is the grandfather to um, Connor Kidway, the from Assassin's Creed Three. The uh, Redditincon as his. Uh, uh, What's his name? Redditincon, I believe, is his uh, uh, name, Native American name. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of which tribe he's actually from, but I can't quite recall. Um, but yeah, it's good stuff. Um, Assassin's Creed uh, um, Syndicate, the most recent one that came out. Uh, we we can. That was more of a multiplayer one, wasn't it? Uh, that was the one before. It was a little bit more. Oh, uh, it, Un- it, Unity. Or... Yeah, yeah. It pushed that a little more, which was it was a cool time period. But they they pushed really hard a lot of the customization options for your character, which was interesting. But they also did a lot of the, uh, you know. Hey, buy these fake money, and then you can use that in game to buy all these customizable options. And it really Pay just, yeah, comes. it really uh, they pushed it too heavy-handed, and it was it was a little too much for a lot of people. And it started out with a lot of issues initially, and so a lot of people like bailed on it before it even you got know, re- to really got to be able. And that's one of the reasons they pushed this one back so far was because they didn't want to keep rushing to put one out every year because they were, and it was. It obviously they didn't have time to fit in all the new additions. To that's things the problem that I have to. with a lot of games like Call of Duty. They don't, they aren't doing anything new. Yeah. They're they're putting a new face on the, the same, same model. model. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's what uh, Assassin's Creed was risking. Yeah, by doing that yearly game, yeah. there was no sense. Yeah, in doing and that. that's uh, they were so rushed with Unity that they. I mean, they put a patch out that fixed all those problems pretty soon after, but. They'd already lost a lot of clientele because everyone heard it had so many glitches. Um, but Unity, it had the chance to be a, a lot better than it really was. It was bad, but it, it just, um, I don't know, something about the layout of the, the play was, because it takes place during French Revolution, which you know should be a pretty interesting yeah. setup. But uh, I don't know, something about the, uh, the environments and the way they did the side missions just didn't really click as well. Um, Syndicate was really good. The the two main characters you play a, a pair of twins, uh, male and female twins. Uh, oh, I remember that one. And, yeah, uh, I think I played that during one. Victoria or England, and that one was pretty good. And I like both those characters and I how their yeah, how their uh, attitudes were and things like that. Where uh, Jacob, uh, the male, ends up you know kind of getting at the point where he's almost like a mob boss, a gang boss in uh, the cities, and ends up gaining more. And he's kind of more of a rough and tumble. Uh, asshole and evie's more uh well uh, uh a little bit more well reserved and and critical thinking than he is and uh it's the kinda, better assassin yeah the better assassin of the two um but it, and it's kind of cool getting to see that set up and 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 again it's and it's an interesting time period too i do think um, there is something to be said though that if they did a more modern one and i'm not talking like world war ii i'm talking like Current. Actually, I was actually just thinking, not even the current. I think it'd be kind of cool. The future setup, like nope, uh, like seeing like an eighties. Oh yeah, some in the eighties or even nineties, something like that. It'd be an interesting. Get your get your uh, floral print uh, Miami Vice. Look yeah, on. like it, it'd be interesting to see <laughs> speedboat chases. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> but it'd be interesting to see an assassin. Yeah, I think in that time period, I think they're the they might be coming up to that point. They just were afraid like to get too close, and then. So they backtracked again, but they've also talked about doing one that's more set in um, like Asia continent. They've done a couple um, like PS Vita type games that have some sem- semblance of things like that. 
but doing a, a bigger main console release with, uh, you know, one during uh, Asia, one in the uh, Middle East. Um, they've got a lot of options really to choose from still yet, and uh, it might eventually go into, you know, when they hit back towards a more modern time again, and then they might jump back to the past. And yeah. Come back forward again. I think that that'd be that would catch my interest a lot just to see a, a time we lived in. Yeah, yeah, represented um, in that way. Yeah, and that'd be kind of an interesting. And also, just something fascinating about seeing an assassin trying to blend in yeah. during that time period, or just someone trying to take out someone before they take out like Nixon or something. Yeah, <laughs> that'd, that'd be, I mean, that's something like that would be yeah. really fucking cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've always enjoyed the Assassin's Creed games. Never got super into them. Uh, I was mildly interested in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Michael Fassbender, yeah. regardless. But like, it, Which, it never, uh, it never drew my attention enough to be like, I'm gonna go watch this movie. Even now, I can get it for yeah. basically free, and yeah. I can't. I, I, I got gotcha. you. And I, I wouldn't say it's a, a must see for someone who who's played the games or anything, or just uh, in general. you know, in general. But for someone who's played the games and enjoys the games, it's worth. A, a watch and see how they interpret just a little it, extra know. something in the in the chapter of yeah. assassin's creed yeah basically another another uh, story to go through and and watch and learn and see what happens um because it's it's got some interesting things in it definitely and i just watched uh speaking of michael Fessman, i just watched alien covenant and uh, it had some really cool scenes with him in it too what did you uh, think of that movie I, I didn't get a chance to watch that one i liked it quite a bit i think they did a good job of recreating some of the the, the horror, uh, the the suspense of the characters, they do a, a interesting job of like retelling how the xenomorphs come to be in the first place. It kind of explains that in this movie. Yeah. Not overly so, to where it's like, oh, this loses all mystique. But um, they tell that. And then they had My- Michael Fassbender playing two parts. Two, yeah, I saw that. Um, because he's playing an older version of himself, or an older model of himself called Michael, and then a, a more current one named Walter. And uh, the way he changes his voice, mannerisms, the way he's looking at each other, it, it, uh, it's interesting to see how he does that. It's I wouldn't mind watching that just for that reason altogether, yeah. but I, I, it lost me one. I saw a lot of the effects for the xenomorphs. Yeah. Just, oh, man, it just... You. Some well the, the very painfully CGI. Yeah, yeah. The neo the neophyte, I believe neomorph they were calling them. The white ones. Um yeah, they definitely look really strongly CGI. Um the uh and I don't know exactly uh, they're they're generally fairly small starting out. Like later on when you see one that's like large, it looks good. Um, but when they're small and they're like scrambling around very quick, it's, it's a little, very, yeah, very CGI looking. And I don't know if they were trying to portray just how quick and like skittery they were to where they couldn't really like keep track of them, but it almost lost its uh, ability within physics to look right. You know, I, I mean? uh, like for a creature to actually move that quick. I lost interest one. I don't like, I don't like Prometheus. Um, because I understand it. It's boring, and there was no need to connect it to Alien. I don't think. Yes. Um, yeah. it could have just stood as its own movie. Yeah, but I mean, I, I it, was it was not. It was intended in, to be. No, it was initially intended to be its own movie, not connected to the Alien yeah, universe. Yeah. Um, and then at the last minute, and I, I think partially because fans were throwing a hissy fit because yeah. they wanted to see another Alien no. movie. Then they got Prometheus, which most people didn't like. Yeah. Uh. I've always heard good things from it. Uh, it was, I mean, it was really kind of boring. Um, I can understand why. why but you it, see that it, but I do think there's, I mean, 
there's no reason to explain where the xenomorphs come from. That it's does it, even a little bit of an explanation as to where they come from. Kind of really does kind of kill the mystique of the character because in the first one it's just this stalking menace. Yeah, yeah. it's, and that's and it's only one, and I, then the second one was able to build on it a little, build bit. on it a little bit more. But it was still, it was just a race that's of aliens. I said, well, I, I I think what's interesting because I think I mean it's in any fandom's nature to really want to learn as much as they can about every right. every bit and your main but as soon as they learn it though they yeah but in this sense the way they've set it up is kind of interesting in that it's it's playing off the idea of creating something that evolves to be stronger every time similar to something like uh doomsday or not doomsday uh dark side dark side no that's all uh, right no doomsday how was it written no. Yeah. oh you're all right yeah no something to evolve each time uh, as it gets destroyed, as it does. <laughs> Whoa. Holy shit. We kind of fucking... Dun, dun, dun. I think Doomsday, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Google. Anyways, um, but it was kind of interesting that he... Uh, spoiler for people wanting to watch Alien Covenant. Um, <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, Michael, Michael's character, Michael, Michael Fassbender's character, Michael, from the first movie... Basically, his creator, which was played by Guy Pierce in the uh, Prometheus movie, Doomsday, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was right. You looked at me. Funny. I, I, well, at first I was like, "Oh man, it doesn't sound right," and then I don't know what happened. And I just kind of. But um, but he he basically learns uh, what the engineers were the the creators of life on Earth and yeah. things like that. That they were basically um, kind of a, engineers of evolution and and created creatures basically that's one of the things they did he lands on that planet uses the black uh substance initially from prometheus to kill all of them and then he goes through and rifles through their things to learn how they did what they did and he creates the xenomorph creature from that black uh, substance and things like that to create the perfect evolutionary killing machine basically and so every time it either they can mate with each other to create new offspring but they also every time they get uh can ingest themselves or uh, infect themselves into a new creature, and then they take uh, yeah, part the traits of evolutionary that traits that are beneficial to them into their being, and that's where you get all the mutated versions of the xenomorphs in the later films. And uh, it shows how he originally created the neophyte, but then when they created the egg mass, and it goes and the face hugger buries into a human, that creates the xenomorph as we know it. Because it takes on, it takes human intelligence or characteristics and creates the xenomorph. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. And so it's just kind of neat how it allows it to be, like, you don't know if you run into a xenomorph what traits it has as opposed to another one necessarily. And how it explains why there's so many weird branches of it, whether they're races within the same creature or whether it was a subspecies. But there was never really, at least as far as I can remember, there was never really sub. There's never really branch of it. It was all xenomorphs, and they were all well. There's ones with like dog legs when it infected into a dog, and then there's the face hugger. And the well, you mean and in the... Covenant? Uh, it's not in Covenant. No, I don't think it's in it's anything in, else. It's in one of the later ones, like three or something. Oh, the ones that don't count. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, in in the first one, it's just the xenomorph. Yeah. In the second one, it's just the xenomorph as well. Uh, it's so it's several they, xenomorphs, yeah. and then they also they had like the queen. And yeah, which, she was the queen. It was like, and it was kind of explaining some of those things, like how they can have those functions or how they got those functions. So I just thought it was kind of interesting to explain, like, too. He was showing, like, 
well, humans, why they're traveling the world is because they're a dying species. We should just let them die. We're more per- perfect than they are, you know, as Michael Fassbender was saying to the other uh, uh, android. He's like, you know, you can help me and we'll work on this when creating this. I was bored on this planet all these years and I, I'm keeping busy by creating this creature. How far, Pat, how far, uh, uh, I think it's... How long, Rab? 25, 30 years, I want to say. Maybe oh, wow. a little. It might have been a little longer. I can't... I might have be thinking about something else I just watched that was around that kind of... Oh, yeah, I was thinking Colossal. It was 25 years. Jump. Oh, it was. <laughs> yeah, I don't recall exactly how long. I think they said 20 or 20 years because it was saying um, they were looking for the female... The lady from the first movie, Prometheus, that was on the ship with them. Um, they thought they heard a beacon from her. So they went uh, to a planet to check it out because they were uh, um, a ship moving a big group of humans to a new planet that they thought they could settle on. Oh, okay. And they hear a distress signal and they see that the planet actually has even better qualifications than what they have. So they go to try to check it out and see if they can xenomorphs and then shit happens. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you and also you watched uh, Colossal the other yeah, day, Colossal. yesterday. Colossal. Um, and that was uh, what did you think of that? I liked it quite a bit. Um, it was, it, it starts off very, uh, light and kind of funny. And even though, um, there's deaths of Koreans starting out, it wasn't played really for, uh, drama or for, um, extreme seriousness in that it's, yeah, in that it's, you know, a kaiju film, you expect, you know, big monsters destroying cities and generally you're not thinking about the individuals, uh, dying or whatnot in that situation. Um, but then it takes a very serious, very dark turn, uh, and, um, makes like me and, uh, my wife went from like, ha that's funny. Ha ha to just like just staring, staring. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, it was. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was, is intense. Yo, whenever I was, cause after I watched it, um, I was looking up line to see what other people said about it. generally mm-hmm. everybody seemed to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've read one review where the guy was, he's like, this is what the ending means. And I was like, I thought that was pretty clear with the ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he went through and he was like, it's not really that clear. I'm like, it's it seems, actually seems, pretty fucking seems super pretty clear. clear what happened. Yeah. It, it's not, and I'm not saying like it's clear, like, God, Jesus, this is ham fisted. It was yeah. clear as in it was well portrayed. It yeah. was well done, um, well written, well. I uh, think the only real issue I had with, well, two possible issues was that one i wanted to punch joel in the face because i'm like what the fuck you little bitch joel uh, is uh, uh the guy she she sleeps with at one point oh uh, yeah yeah i'm like what yeah what, what the, the fuck, fuck man but that was that time. was also kind of the character so you, yeah that, i know that works that way yeah, the whole time i just was like yeah, fuck you dude me and missy were calling him a little bitch the whole time um he was kind of a little, a little squeak um a little squeak uh, I'm just gonna keep throwing out basketball references all day. McGruber, uh, McGruber. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we're, it's yeah, that works. And then uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, but then the uh, and then I also don't know that I feel that the lightning strike <laughs> should have implemented the things that they were able to do. Um, like I don't You're really stretching I, on I, that one, man. I know it's just it's like well, I, I mean, I I just assumed maybe a more well thought out uh, explanation for why that exists. I took it more as this was presents it more like 
uh, sort of an old school comic book superhero origin story almost, where it was like a lightning bolt struck them and now they can fucking have powers. I mean, I guess, and I, I mean, they could have taken it as like you know just act of some you know deity giving them ability to act this out through some fate, but it was just. Um, it was just kind of like some sort of deity touching their lives. They have to, yeah. They so they had the ability to do this or act this, so that way they could learn their lesson and live their life. Yeah, later on. But it was just to me, I I I felt like I would have I wouldn't have minded a explanation for that. And I mean, it might have been. I guess out of place in the film. I mean, it could have been. It I think, could have been depending I think on really out of place. Yeah, it could have been, and I I can see that because there's just, a lot more. I guess it's just obscurity in the... yeah, and I mean it it still has a light tone to a lot of the like near to the ending and to the beginning like uh, of how they're portraying yeah of how they're portraying some of the things and they're not. Um, I think maybe explaining it might have put it in too much of a serious territory or, or too much of a think piece where you're trying to think about the creation of it instead of um, just the story of yeah. how it goes. And I can see why they would have cho- chosen that. But like, part of me was kind of like, well, that's kind of just glossed over, <laughs> you know? Um, but it was, it didn't, you know, harm my opinion of the movie, really. It was just. Just something like, I would have liked a bit of bit you like a, you like a bit more detail yeah, and yeah. information. And that's that's just a personal preference. Um, this movie is uh for those who don't know, I work at Family Video, um, and we got as well as as well as as well yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, um, but we only got I think five copies in maybe. I think it's less now. We might have less now because I think we sold a couple. But uh, regardless, most people attribute whenever we get very little copies um, that it was an that it was a piece of shit movie. Yeah, and most most time that is sort of the case. Um, this was more because it was an independent movie. Uh, not many people asked for it, or you know, really knew what it was. Didn't really play a whole lot in theaters, um, but. I always try to make sure I suggest it to people whenever they're looking for something. Yeah. Uh, the way I always describe it to them, I said, since I started here, this is the best movie we've ever gotten. <laughs> uh, I, I fully, wholeheartedly believe that since I started there, probably the yeah. best movie that we've gotten. I've yeah. been there for maybe four months, I think. Um, and I'm including even Guardians of the Galaxy too. Yeah. And it, I think this is better. Yeah, I mean, it's... Because it has more of a... It has more heart yeah, to it and more of a story. It, it's got a stronger dramatic Message. acting thrown in there, too. And, and I do enjoy... Yeah. I like the more dramatic um, uh, side of it. And Jason Sudeikis is yeah, he does really... a really good job of being an asshole. Yeah, you... And liking the, him in the very beginning yeah, of it, where you're like... it's really well done, where you, you love him in the beginning. You're like, oh, yeah. he's such a sweet it's guy. like, uh, yeah, Missy goes, oh, why'd she fuck Joel Oscar likes you? And I was like, a few minutes later, I was like, because he's a fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, definitely, yeah, he did such a good job. For me, even the movie, I mean, it's starring Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah. He steals the movie, yeah. I think. And even um, later on, uh, when she goes to Saba's house and he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And, and you see some of those scratched out photos of his, his ex-fiance yeah. uh, and things like that. You kind of go like, oh man, he just fucked up. He, he just, just had yeah. a bad night and was drinking and... And she, so she's like, to, oh, I'm sorry. And you start to believe him. He goes right back to being a Yep. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, there it is. It, it, it's really such a well done. I highly recommend this movie so much because I think it's such a great movie. Yeah. Um, 
this is the initial concept when we watched, which looked lighthearted when we watched the trailer. Yeah. Um, I thought was I was like, well, what's why it, is this happening? I was like, it yeah, it made me want to go. Yeah. And then when I watched it, was like, geez, there's so much more to it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was definitely definitely worth a watch. I, sure. I I highly recommend that if you're going to watch it, watch the trailer first, <laughs> and then yeah. watch the movie because it's then you're dancing like. And then it's yeah because you think like oh my god this is gonna be such a funny you know little silly movie, it's so much more. Um, uh, what else is going on in the uh, geeky little world that we live in? Oh, plenty, plenty. They are royally fucking up the DC universe. That's <laughs> just now. No. <laughs> wow. Warner Woman was fantastic. Warner Brothers, man. I don't know, but just like every decision they throw so out, I'm are like, they... what the? Even back in the day, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? So, like, okay, so here's what's going on. One, we're hearing that the Batman is not going to star Batfleck, that it's going to be a standalone movie not set in the Justice, Justice League, League universe. universe, the DC Extended Universe, yeah. that they're starting a new DC banner yeah. to have more auteur-driven dri- films, which Could help on them paper out. sounds like a good idea, yeah. but it is also co- sort of confusing for most people. Uh, moviegoers um but we were initially told that the batman was ben affleck's film yeah yeah. um so is this their way of writing him off and then they're just gonna have a new batman or next week next week he might be back in the movie we'll find out or are they just gonna try to keep him in justice league yeah and that's it. Just he's I, I, part of the Justice League yeah, movies, and, and that's I, it. I don't hate that idea because, like I said, I you know I think we've both mentioned that one of the things that kind of helped out Marvel was them going to directors that weren't uh, you know as well known for a certain extent, which they're which is, going to. Yeah, it's a it's a good idea. And but... and uh, a lot of the ideas I think we've both thrown out for movies that we'd like are not the general theme of the way they do these action oriented horror, uh, horror films horror films horrible <laughs> horrible films um, yeah um, but there's also these aren't going to be a part of the DC extended yeah, universe yeah which uh, yeah I mean I, I is it, are they getting are they just are they giving up on having a connected universe I think they should to a certain extent. I think the Justice League and then the Aquaman films, things like that, if they want to continue that that story, I think that's not a bad idea to keep that going because they've already set that up. And uh, we've already talked about how backwards that kind of is to introduce your characters in a group film and then try to do individual films instead yeah. of the other way around. Initially, I was okay it's, with that. Yeah, is I feel is kind of off-putting. Yeah. Um, because it does... it. That was part of the reason I, I enjoyed it, though, at first, because like, nobody's done that. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting. The Suicide Squad. They did it. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. That that movie that really was the movie where I was like, oh, it doesn't really work. Yeah, and uh, that's, well, that's, Batman well, v Superman kind of. Yeah, uh, and that's what I was saying. Like, uh, why I was worried about because I feel like if you any movie where you bring in a bunch of people and then have and you have to explain what what each person is and what they're about and what their motivations are and then throw in a villain, it's gonna be. Too, really, it's going to be too rushed, too and it, you're not going to have enough build-up time to really. Uh, I mean, Guardians was able to bring several characters together against a common foe, and it'd be okay. But because you also, all their stories connected, they all were following that. that, and then they just kind of run into each other. And you also have you know Groot and Rocket, which don't necessarily need don't, a, and Drax, which don't need you know. People don't realize how rare of a thing yeah. that is that's, and be that's able not to, something that they, yeah. people can just do and be able to tie those together well enough to be 
entertaining and not be uh, off-putting where the main villain isn't doesn't seem like tacked on on the end. Yeah. Um, and because those characters kind of coalesced in their main mission of what they were wanting to do. Whereas I think, you know, you got something like the Avengers, <laughs> a part of that film was them trying to deal with getting along in the first place. Yeah. But we'd already, but we'd met, already the met the characters. So, so we knew what the real issues yeah, were. We knew why they didn't get along. And yeah, and we could understand that instead of It's also why like, Civil War worked as perfectly as it did. Exactly. Because we had, what, 12 years of getting, getting to know these characters, characters. and understanding how they're going to react to these situations, why they react to those situations, what their bonds between those characters are. Yeah. And we didn't have to have all that exp- explanation given back to us. Um, when you start off a character where you're introducing, uh, you know, Aquaman, they're introducing Cyborg. Uh, we've understood Wonder Woman and Batman. I mean, we already understand those characters. Yeah, part, but we got to put Flash in there also in this instance. And we do have to also throw, you know, kind of throw a white flag up that Wonder Woman was one ease of the the uh, step in the right direction, and the best film DC's probably ever one of their best films, uh, especially well their best film. In the extended universe, for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, I argue, you may, you know, uh, maybe differ on this, but I argue for me, it was my favorite movie that came out this year, um, yeah. because it was uh, had so much heart mm-hmm. in it, and it, it was finally DC putting their foot out there and putting, you know, taking a chance and making a comic book movie yeah. instead of their fucking dark and dreary nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they took a chance like, let's make a comic book movie. Let's make something that feels like it's ripped out of the co- pages of a comic book. And that's what that felt like to me. Yeah. Um, and I think that's good. And as someone with, you know, three daughters, uh, it, it's enjoyable to see how well the film did, how well, uh, Gal Gadot, Gadot, Gal Gadot, uh, Gal Gadot, uh, what a fun it's a, name. It's a rough one um, for me. It's so fun, <laughs> like, though. Ah, it's tooth like, got, uh, tongue I, got stuck in the back of my tooth. Chicken for stuff. I wish I wish that they would just, in canon, change Wonder Woman's name from Diana Prince to Gal Gadot. Because <laughs> how much cooler is that? Well, that sounds like a comic book name. Yeah, it does. Anyways. It's, it's the good alliteration. It's, the alliter- yeah, yeah. it's an alliteration. Um, but, yes, yeah, uh, I think she does a wonderful job. I enjoyed the movie. Uh, I think uh, Chris Pine still looks like a uh, cross-eyed blue f- blowfish, but uh, <laughs> I thought he almost stole the movie, though. Personally, uh, he did have some really, really good. And scenes he had, in it. and this is something that I, I haven't seen anybody <laughs> really talk about, and I, I always want to bring attention to it. And yes, I know the movie was all about Wonder Woman, and I'm yeah, not taking anything away from her because she was wonderful. She was a godsend to that fucking movie. To that, to, <laughs> the Zeus sender? Yeah. yeah <laughs> to, uh, but it's a godsend to Warner Brothers, yeah, this yeah. whole movie is. Yeah. But Chris Pine, particularly in the spoiler alert, uh, in the final scene, uh, whenever he's in the plane, takes off and has all those bombs. Yeah, and it, it one it it got me made me teary eyed because it was like well the whole movie like I was teary eyed the entire time <laughs> just because it's so it, it, so beautiful but it was uh this part particularly because it was he tells her one is before he gets on the plane he's like um he says uh I can save the day you can save the world. Mm-hmm. And it, I was like, Jesus, that's exactly what the fuck she's supposed to do. She saves the world. Um, but it was not just that. It was when he's on the plane, he's flying it, and he looks back, and it's you see every single emotion cross his face. First, it's fear, like, fuck, 
I've got to, this is going to hurt. This is going to be bad. And you see it on his face and then he's breathing heavy and he's trying to calm himself. And then finally you see him kind of relax and realize one, you, you also see him become very sad realizing mm-hmm. I'm never going to see Diana. Again. Yeah. And then you see him sort of relax and realize I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. He shoots the gun. It blows up the plane. One of the most, one it of the was, best performance scenes and period. Um, just with the, the timeline, uh, the vibe of, of, uh, you know, World War and all that. Um, I think it was interesting to show because you know the pilots at the time were, <laughs> you know, that was it was an interesting dynamic of just him going in, infiltrating the thing, trying to grab uh, uh, the the plans for the poisons and stuff they're using and, and get out and um, and that's it was interesting to show some of that stuff because that's some of the more interesting dramatizations is some of the the pilots work and stuff like that in uh, those time periods. Um, what, what issues I have is David Thewlis is not an intimidating person. I know, and I, I've and, and, argued with this, particularly with Joey. Yeah. Um, yeah. he also felt the same way. He wasn't intimidating, but I was like, he's not supposed to be. At this point in his, at this point in his life, it's been however long, you know, hundreds of years, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's sort of an old, broken down man. But but he's. But my issue with that is that's fine if that's his physical form he's portraying on Earth, but Ares as a god. Okay, listen, is... listen, sh- 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 wait. Mm-hmm. This is not. This is not like actual. This is comic book continuity. Yeah. They do age. Yeah, but even in comic book continuity, Ares is a big beast of a that's man. Because, that's because the movie, the comic books don't really. He's a physical personification of war. <laughs> but they don't. The movie, the comic books. He, yeah, they. I would have loved David on... Thewlis narrating over a bigger be that mustache alone back in the throwback when he gets thrown from. Uh, Olympus, from, yeah, from uh, Olympus, and he still got his '80s porn stash. Man, it throws me out of the film a little bit. I mean, but here's the thing: like in the comic books, yeah, they pass time, but like <laughs> nobody gets older. It's that's kind of the thing. Yeah. So that's the thing. In this, people get older. Well, uh, even even if, and God's... so I, I had no issue with yeah. him as the character. Do I think it was a weird casting choice? Yeah, yeah. I mean, only because the man is not really intimidating. Period. Like yeah, I can never yeah. even whenever they CG'd him onto a fucking sexy ass body, yeah. it was like I was like, I don't buy that. Yeah, it's and that's not. But I, mean, I, I, his I, voice. I love. I, that's why I said if I, he had him dubbing over uh, a CGI because he know, has a very... armored monster. Like you know, put some, you know, put an actor in the Ares armor and have it fight Diana and have him do the voiceover. And that that would have not bothered me as the much. The only. David Thewlis, I just don't feel portrays a physical embodiment of war. Which I mean, I think he in, had a cool in, moment, though. In a way, it, it works was... in that saying that he's a the physical embodiment at that time, which was a very you cerebral, know, a, a British general kind of thing. And it's know, also perpetrating I mean, he, the war and yeah, things like he that. He wasn't fighting a war, he but was I I would have been fine it. with up to that point that being a a shape shifted form of him. But I think when he went into his form to battle Diana, I would have, I would have been better. But off we also with him didn't see that. a lot of him whenever they were battling. We saw more of the shape of him, less of his face. Yeah, a little bit. But um, I would have liked less David Thewlis. Always less David Thewlis face. Uh, I do have. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, mean it, it's not. It didn't destroy the film for me, but it was only... something that I didn't enjoy. 
only real issue, and it's not really even an issue again, like you said, it doesn't really destroy my view because I still love that movie. I still, and yeah, I'll get hate for this. I still think it's better than Logan, um, just because this was such a huge success. For I know, uh, but it was such a huge success for DC and a huge. I'm a DC boy all the time. I've I've always been. I've never been Marvel. My, um, yeah. but the the one thing in the movie is that at the end it became very Zack Snydery, um, <laughs> which it had to. Like there was I, there was almost no way around that final battle. It was leading up to it. It had to end that way. Um, but it just felt very Zack Snyder. And that's the only thing I didn't like about it. Mm. But even that still didn't kill it because I knew it was coming. I understood yeah. why they did it. And it's tying into a Zack Snyder, <clears throat> Joss Whedon f- f- film. <laughs> yeah. Um, then, uh, but yeah, I, I, I tell everybody this. I said, I enjoy the Marvel movies better. I like DC comics better. I've always, yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I've, uh, yeah, I enjoy, I've always enjoyed the Marvel movies better love the DC comics and that always bothered me because yeah. I've from no. ever since I was a kid I've loved DC comics I've mm-hmm. rarely read Marvel comics always loved the DC comics yeah, which... so I've been waiting all these years I'm 30 years old been waiting all these years for DC for Warner Brothers to finally put out a comic book movie that represented what I read as a kid growing up and I read yeah. today uh, and they haven't. Even the Dark Knight movies never felt like comic book movies. Those felt like crime dramas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Batman v Superman, which should have felt like a comic book movie, felt like a piece of garbage. Suicide Squad was fun garbage. <laughs> um, and then Wonder Woman came around. And the the, the scene, whenever she's uh, defending the town, that uh, the mm-hmm. small village, she's using the fucking whip. She's got her shield. She's got her sword. She's kicking fucking ass. And that music's chiming out whenever she busts through that... Uh, uh, that window and it was the most incredible like whatever 10 minutes of film because I was so happy I've been waiting years for that and that's why I enjoyed that movie more than I enjoyed Logan Yeah, because Marvel's made more great movies than DC oh, ever yeah, will yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, that's, I mean that's a fact yeah, yeah. because the one they've had a string of how long has it been now it's since 2000 since 89 <laughs> <laughs> even like the X-Men, X-Men 1 was passable yeah. uh, X-Men 2 was fantastic X-Men 3 was a movie serviceable let's not go crazy uh, Origins mm, um, there was parts I liked there was a lot cooler parts Origins than most people want to admit yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. then you had the Wolverine then you had Logan and then you also have all the MCU movies, and then yeah, and then the uh, Sony Pictures, uh, Spider Man's films, Spider Man, Spider Man Two. Let's <coughs> not mention Fantastic Four. Uh, any ever, of them? Any of them? No. Um, but they've had they've made better and then, movies, and then just even the Netflix series are wonderful. They're exactly. really really good. I I enjoy all of them and quite so a bit. Um, we have plenty of references to show that. Marvel comic can write decent comics yeah. as well as create fantastic movies. But DC yeah. doesn't have that track record. Now, yeah, and that's the same. Like even even though usually my comic book forays are are more uh, Vertigo or odd odd titles that, yeah. that aren't like Image Comics or, or things like that that aren't kind of the main groups. When I do read superhero comics, it's DC. Yeah, you know, I because they have the better stories. Yeah, I enjoy. 
Batman. I, I think that's also part of the more frustrating part of it too, because like they have the better stories, they can make great films. Mm-hmm. They just get in their own way. Yeah, and I think too. I mean, I have always. I mean, I, I know it doesn't necessarily lend to itself with people like Wonder Woman or well, maybe Wonder Woman, but Superman specifically. But um, they do have generally more adult, more gritty storylines. But I think because they pushed it so heavily uh, with some of that, they and they continued to put characters that were lighthearted. And, I mean, Superman should, even though he's got uh, situations where there was parts that I enjoyed of Man of Steel. But it it's very... It, because of it never lending itself to him you know being it's really desaturated yeah him, almost him, you know him uh never being that naive just complete good that is part of the staple of you know the reason why batman is so great because you know, he's a strategist he's always thinking of what bad could happen whereas superman's always he's at always odds to, he's against batman because everybody. he's going because he's going, no, no, we should trust him. We should do this. This should be the right thing to do, whether or not Boy it's Scout. safe or not. He's yeah. more of a Boy Scout than Captain America. Yeah, otherwise. yeah. Um, and and uh, they, they've tried to put him too much into the line of Batman. And I think because of Batman's popularity, they've, they've tried to push things a lot that way. And I the do reason al- why Batman stands out is because he's different than a lot of those characters. I do also think there was an issue. <laughs> One, I forgave a lot of Man of Steel because of, uh, I assumed, this is his first outing. This is... Mm-hmm he's not quite who he's supposed to be yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I forgave some of that, but I also thought of it because at the time they were still attempting to connect it to the Nolan verse. Mm-hmm. So they tried to bring it in line with that, which is why we had that weird, uh, darkish Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Batman v Superman, which was taking that somewhat dark t- tone and then trying to brighten up Superman while keeping the dark tone of Batman mm-hmm. and just nothing meshed. Yeah. And you're right. That is why Batman stands out because he is sort of the, the pessimist. Yeah, he's of the pessimist the, of, the, of, the group. of the group of he, optimists. He's the realist of yeah. the group. He, he knows and, what the, the worst and the worst thing that can happen will likely be the thing that happens. that's why a lot of people, when shit gets bad, they go, Batman, what should we do? Exactly. He knows. Um, it's, not, it's not that you need to take all these other characters and make them like Batman. You need to you, keep one thing Batman that, like Batman. Yeah, and one of the things that makes Batman seem more interesting is because of the differenti- differentiation between those other characters. So instead of bringing them down, which makes Batman batman seem bland you need to differentiate those and make them more optimistic which makes batman which makes seem, more, seem more, dynamic. More, more dynamic more realist more serious and also and makes them seem like a lighter bright character it and, is one of the problems i have but i'm willing to forgive it and just give it a chance one of the problems i have with justice league is that the coolest part about batman being a part of the justice league in the comics it's and any kind of any other representation of it it's almost like he doesn't want to be a part of the Justice League. Not at he, all. He doesn't give two shits about the Justice League, but he knows that being a part of them and having the Justice League is ultimately the best thing for the world. I, I think he's there basically to make sure they have a supervisor. They have someone there watching them and making sure they don't yeah, fuck up things. And that was what he did. <laughs> he, he never would have put the team together. 
Yeah, he wouldn't put, and he definitely wouldn't have said, "Hey, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm Batman. Will you want to come with me and fight he crime?" Didn't trust anybody. <laughs> no. Now, in the continuity of the movies, I understand he didn't trust Superman and ultimately it almost caused... killed him. So now he's like, "Okay, I should trust." Trying these... to be a lighter character, to be more of an Which, optimist. I, I, like I said, I'm willing to forgive and, and, and accept it, and that's just the continuity of the movie. Yeah, I, I still have somewhat of an issue with it. Um, but it looks like, <laughs> like we were saying, we might not have to fucking deal with that hardly yeah, anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, we might be able to enjoy a really cool one-off film of Batman that that's interesting and serious, and, and, and got those inter- interesting dynamics between those villains and stuff. That I and here, like so so here's sort of the what, the rundown of the the string of events that happened around Comic Con time. They talked about there was a rumor that broke that said Warner Brothers is looking to usher out Ben Affleck as mm-hmm. the Batman. Uh, and that he wouldn't star in the Batman. Uh, then Ben Affleck was staying sort of vague and saying, I love being Batman. I am Batman. I have people around the office saying that you are my Batman. Uh, he says, and I'm happy to stay Batman for as long as Warner Brothers will keep me. And that was always sort of like, I was like, oh, cool. So so initially when you hear that, you're like, oh, cool. He's staying on him, but he really read into it. It's like... Mm-hmm. Oh, until Warner Brothers gets rid of him. Mm-hmm. That's how long he's going to be Batman for. Um, as long as they want me here. So he said dot, that. Dot, so dot. people sort of calmed down. Yeah. Uh, but then there was first, I think, Casey Affleck said the thing in the in the radio interview where he's like, oh, he's not going to be Batman. He's not going to be in the Batman. Mm-hmm. And then he later, he's like, I was joking. <laughs> people took that too seriously. Mm-hmm. And then it came out something like they said the Batman wasn't going to be connected to the Justice League at all. Um, and that it wasn't going to start Ben Affleck. Then Matt Reeves had to come out and say that um, what he meant whenever he said that was because when he got hired, they told him that the Justice League will have no bearing on the Batman. The mm-hmm. Batman will have no bearing on the Justice League, but it will still be in the same universe. So he explained that. So again, people calmed down. And now, again, another, because after, especially since they started, they're doing the Joker origin movie. Yeah, and they're doing And they're a, moving pretty fast on it, too, it seems. Yeah, I heard they're doing that. They're doing a, a Joker Harley film they're talking about doing. Yeah, which they still haven't said, but I, I think that's a part of the DC Extended mm-hmm. Universe. Um, so they're splitting DC up. They're, mm-hmm. they're having the DC Extended Universe and then this unnamed banner mm-hmm. with the auteur-driven... Uh, movies, which will see Martin Scorsese produce a Joker origin movie, which is fucking. As soon as they said, I was like, okay, I'll watch that. Yeah, I'm gonna see uh, what they're. Where I, that, I'll see where that's going. And they said, I can't remember who the director was. I said, but whoever the director was, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. In fact, maybe Google it. Um, <laughs> you have your phone out. Oh, I guess I have mine too. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> we both have our. Phones we both have our telephones here. here. Come on, googly googly goo. Um, but uh, so. Whoever the director was, uh, and Justin will find out here momentarily, or who they're talking about. I don't think they've signed him yet. Um, it was it fascinated me. I was like, okay, I'll give that a, sh- a shot. Now they're saying that the Batman is a part of that new banner, mm-hmm. and that it will not be a part of the uh, extended universe. That Ben Affleck will not play Batman in that movie, and that rumors are that in Justice League they kill off one of the main characters, which a lot of people are th- assuming. Batman. But then there was also the thing where Matt Reeves said that uh, he's doing a trilogy that's going to lead to a Batman Beyond movie. So Which, what... Uh, also, uh, what's this? Uh, Kevin Conroy said, I would definitely play old Batman. 
if they. I would lo- I love if you played old Batman. Um, if they're if that's what they're Todd doing. Phillips. Todd Ro- Phillips. Road trip, old school, Starsky and Hutch, Hangover, Due Date, War Dogs. It fascinated me. I was like Todd Phillips, Mister Hangover himself. That's kind of cool. Um, it's an odd choice. Yeah, and that, that's what kind of drew me to it. I was like, all right, I'll give that. <laughs> Martin Scorsese producing, Todd Phillips fucking directing. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and they're talking about they're talking about Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, that's who Warner Brothers said specifically they want, and who one of the reasons they wanted Martin Scorsese to produce it is to, to see him. if he could get Leonardo DiCaprio to play the Joker, which makes me laugh because. I don't know if you've seen all the memes with uh, how Leonardo DiCaprio is turning into uh, Jack Nicholson in general. There's like a lot of photos of them like resembling each other really, really strongly. Really? And I was like, it's complete. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's gonna have that fucking uh, Jack Napier uh, smile from the 89 Batman. Yeah. I am not a fan of him playing Joker. I'm I'm not 100% sold on that one either. I mean, it's nothing against him because he is a fantastic actor and if they hired him, I wouldn't be angry. I wouldn't be like, fuck this then. It would just be like, oh, well, I mean, I'm less excited, but we'll see what he does. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw a picture of them side by side uh, the other day, or earlier today, actually, I think it was, um, of the Joker's face and, and Leonardo DiCaprio. And I think, honestly, from cheekbones up, uh, pretty pretty plaus- plausible closeness to it. It's that weird fucked up jaw. <laughs> That uh, throws yeah, that off. But I, what I ho- what I hope they yeah. don't do is prosthetics to elongate his face. Yeah, yeah, because that won't look good. Um, is, uh, oh my god. Yeah, I think that's edited it though. Um, but uh, yeah, they they specifically. Oh my that was god. A, that was a picture that was pretty consistently uh, portrayed there, but um, yeah. Okay, yeah, so they're, they're, it they, is complete. They're like, they're like Leonardo DiCaprio. They're wanting to play Joker, and I was like, it's happened. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> sorry, we're we're showing visuals on this. Uh, yeah, on this uh, podcast. You, podcast. Um, you can't see what I'm looking at. So, good idea or bad idea to have the Batman as part of this new banner, or should it be part of the DC? Should we have a Batfleck Batman? I would not be, I, I'm not going to be upset if they don't merge the two. Because to me, even though I really like Ben Affleck as Batman so far, I don't really like the writing they've done with him so far, necessarily. But, but I also... like Ben Affleck's portrayal. I think he does a good job, and I think he's a good actor where he could uh, do a better version of it, especially if he was someone writing it. Um, or had some better writing. Which we do have. We haven't seen the writing yet for Matt Reeves. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I I would be interested in seeing that, but I don't... Depending on who they picked to replace him, I think it could be an improvement because if they do the solo Batman film and it ties in or is the same Batman as the Justice League stories, it also ties all the poor Justice League uh, DC Extended Universe films into that universe and could ruin that for me (laughs) i think as an individual film it lends itself to that film and that film only and i am more interested in seeing it as a singular film and honestly i'm kind of burnt out on extended universe films where i want to see just a film in completion on its own i can take it as is and i really wouldn't honestly mind if they did a trilogy of batman again no not even just one film but i mean like if they did it so that and they could tell one complete 
story over three films and not the way that Nolan did where it was like, I'm going to make Batman Begins and that's it. Oh wait, no, I'm going to make Dark Knight. I guess I'm going to make Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, if if they started off where Matt Reeves is like, I'm going to make a trilogy and they're all going to be one story. I but I just would have be happy with well, one solo. Yeah, film, yeah. Though. If he I mean, did one solo, because I, uh, I think detective I, base. I was just saying, I just don't even. Uh, I, I'd be cool with just one. <laughs> it was like uh, one good one. Just give me one good one. I don't want to. I don't need a series. I'm so burning on series. We're both not happy with. <laughs> we're both not happy with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's it's it wouldn't be my first. Not choice. not super. Ha- I mean, not angry. But I, not- I think I think Leonardo DiCaprio is a good enough actor to where. Um, he would definitely bring something interesting to it um, because he's, he's a good a, he actor. Is, he is a really uh, good actor. Yeah, so, I mean, he's he's an and A-list. Even him in uh, Django Unchained, yeah, that yeah. sort of... Yeah, and, you know, cut his hand and just started wiping it on people. I mean, I think he could portray a really good yeah, Joker. Yeah, because he does go full tilt when um, he goes in. So, I mean, I'd be definitely interested to see what he oh, does. Oh, there is also the idea that Jerry Leto is kind of pissed off right now. Yeah, I've, I've heard that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you with it? Shades drop, um, but yeah, I I think uh, I think he'd do a good job, but it's it wouldn't necessarily be my first choice, but I think it could be interesting to see. So if they chose him and he decided to do it, I'd be interested to see how he portrays the Joker. Who uh, would I'm, you choose? Who would be your first choice? Oh, I don't. Know. If they if they put you in charge and you had the power to cast, I'd rather not you have a Joker film. In general, okay, to yeah, be but honest, but me neither. But <laughs> now I know. You know what? No, I would love to have a Martin Scorsese, Todd Phillips, Todd Phillips <laughs> Joker film because that sounds interesting. Yeah, um, it's just he's got one of the best uh, group of villains, and yes, Joker is the most entertaining and most. You know, it's why the people I love am him. Not though stoked for what they said they're going to do, which was a bullied young man. Yeah, that's. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. That's. He's not some. And troubled, I don't really. He's not a troubled teen. We don't need. Yeah. We don't need an origin story because part of the cool thing about Joker, is, like we're talking about the aliens, yeah, is we don't know there is a mystique there, and that's yeah. what makes him so scary because you don't know what now, is behind his idea. One, am I still gonna watch this movie? Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah, I know you're. But <laughs> I will too. But. Yeah, but. We don't need it. It is need it. it is a definition and, of unnecessary. Yeah, Joker lends itself to being interesting. I mean, and I was I was kind of ruminating this the other day. The most entertaining characters to watch on screen are villains and comical people. So people that make you laugh or make you terrified. Those are the most entertaining, and that's one of the reasons why Joker lends itself to being so entertaining because he's both. Yeah. Um, and that's why horror comedies are probably one of my favorite films to watch. I'm like, oh, oh, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, that was disgusting. Because um, it's just entertaining to watch. But uh, I think, you know, there's there's a large retinue. I mean, um, even Mr. Freeze would be interesting to see again. Or uh, not, you know, Arnold. Um, or Or the Riddler would be very interesting to see. Or, you yeah. know, uh, just... Fucking man bat would be interesting to see, you know. I mean, as an origin movie, as by themselves, no, not just that's just what I'm saying. saying like, uh, if, but, um, <laughs> Riddler could be interesting, but I mean, I was just saying, just as an opponent for Batman, Batman would I mean, there's tons I, of good I've characters. I've always had an issue with villain led films mm-hmm. because they by gonna, the end of the movie, you don't see that you can't 
see them as a villain anymore. Yeah, it, That's sort of the point <clears throat> of them I mean, needing a movie. The way, the only way it would really be good to where it was, um, groundbreaking, where you would be like, holy shit, is to make him be a villain throughout the whole film. And just a piece of shit the entire time. Yeah, and you, you are following someone who is doing bad things. No, no positive necessarily. It's like when they tried to do Dracula Untold. Okay, you know, visuals and stuff, but they had to make him a hero to make him the character. Yeah. And whereas Dracula has some, you know, the story has, you know, the love history and things like that. There's in there, but Dracula in himself and Vlad the Impaler, for that matter, are villains. They're villains. They're, they've done a lot of fucked up shit. And, and that's kind of you can't if you gloss over those it loses a lot of now. If anybody can make it work, if anybody can make a movie where the main character is a villain through and through from beginning to end, mm-hmm. Scorsese, Scorsese could yeah, probably do it. it. Uh, I mean, he's but made a lot of movies where the villains are the main characters, yeah, and they're yeah. still pieces of shit yeah, most yeah. of the time. Yeah, but they're entertaining to watch, and yeah. you want to go through it. And so that could be good, but yeah, I think it would be interesting to see him, you know, going through his things, hurting people doing what he does now it would be cool to see something similar to um the killing joke where you see him start to reminisce and look back on his life life not exactly that i don't want to see that yeah um yeah i want to see that as a film but doing things where and even yeah you could he's doing terrible things to people but as he's doing it he's remembering sort of how he got to where he's at. Yeah. Or, you know, first time he did some of those things or something like that. You could even do, you know, Deadpool-esque, uh, which happens in Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man, one of the newer animes, where he goes back and he tells, like, six different uh, origin, you know, story. origin stories of how he got to be who he well, is. Well, if you're going to have an so, origin I mean, story, why, why not make it multiple choice? Exactly. You could have the Joker going back and remembering things and it be and several different, different, different things, but, you know, as we watch it, we can try to... You know, as a fan, a fun thing for nerds to do is to really pick apart things. So give you clues as to, all right, well, he mentions this here and he mentions this here. Do those tie together? You know, what about, okay, so what about something similar to I am, wait, I am there. I am here. The Bob Dylan movie. Corey Wanandeska? Um, sorry. Where they have (laughs) Heath Ledger, Christian Bale, uh, Kate Blanchett, no, Tilda Swinton, Kate Blanchett. Um, bunch of a bunch of different actors. Richard Gere all played different versions of Bob Dylan throughout mm-hmm. his career. Um, what if you have different actors playing Joker? Yes, that could be interesting because and you have especially you have in recent Leo, continuity, he technically has. There's like four of them. Three. Uh, <laughs> you have there's three. Uh, uh, you have Leo playing the lead current joker version. the current joker and then as he's remembering through his life you have you can have a young version be a nice homage to uh uh heath ledger via uh um the uh uh what is it um the last film he did uh before he died or uh, imaginary dark fantasies where colin farrell and johnny Depp all played different versions of him throughout the film so it'd be kind of nice little but homage it would be, to him. It would be but, cool because then you could also see uh, you would see a young version, and not necessarily as the Joker himself, but 
a young kid mm-hmm. who is going to turn into the Joker. Then you have a younger criminal. And, but then you have them all. They're about the same age, and they're all during the same time period. That way, the stories don't really... Like, you're looking at, like, yeah. they don't connect. Yeah. How does that work? It didn't connect. It also could be interesting to have them with different... Uh, Almost like an anthology. Yeah, different layouts of... Uh, film techniques and stuff like have one look almost noir and have one that's like a more uh, modern styling superhero film and the way he does it and yeah. have maybe batman show up and then something like uh i don't know if you ever watched it but the um batman mid-series they did the animated series uh it was um called uh gotham knight oh yeah yeah, yeah I, something I short like that but on, on yeah. film uh, you know, of a it live action drawn thing. different. Yeah, drawn different styles, different short different stories, different versions of Batman. Yeah, different people explaining what they saw during this one fight of yeah. you know a couple of different fights. Or it could stories. be that uh, it could be victims of the Joker. Yeah, explaining, explaining what, they what they saw and, saw and, and how he acted, and that would be interesting. And then you have, and then if they ultimately want to have the version of the Joker they stick with by the end of the movie be Leo, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But cast different people. Have have fun with it, dude. Because I think that, and too, that would be, that would I think that would be honestly a, a, a interesting version of it because you have not only how different people interpret what they're seeing him as, but also how he reinvents himself constantly, and where he looks different, where he thinks of himself in a different yep. way. Uh, whereas sometimes he, you know, then in you comics, also keep his backstory multiple yeah, choice. Yeah, and you have uh, in, in stories. One of the cool things is like. You know, part time he's he's a silly prankster just making jokes and and stealing random shit just to cause Batman you know difficulties. And other times he's, he's cutting off people's faces. He's a pretty terrible <laughs> human being. They, they can do yeah. that too. At one point they can be like he like he didn't even have a face. It was buckled on. Yeah. It, you know, and it's and that's not really the version, but that's what they saw. Yeah, and and it also would really be a really cool homage to the comic history of mm-hmm. the Joker to have those different versions of him. Portrayed. And you could have so many different actors, so many different types of actors mm-hmm. play the role. We could get the one that I want, which is Johnny Lee Miller in there. And then you could <laughs> have all kinds of different ones in there. And yeah. I've, I've seen some people who talk about who, who to play uh, the Joker in this origin movie. Uh, somebody said Dan Stevens, yeah, I think uh, good which I think it would be because he is a pretty fantastic actor. Yeah. All um, right. So, so DC give us a room for like, you know, two weeks We'll write you out. We'll a, write you out a badass fucking story, and then you know. And then you hire you somebody ca- to write the script you, version yeah, of it, the you, screenplay. You cash the check, right? We'll cash the check, and right? we'll do this for you. We got this. But yeah, there, I mean, there's some people who are talking about who should play, and obviously, uh, uh, Dan Stevens is one of them. Somebody did say Leo, obviously. Um, Paul Dano was one also. I was like, that's interesting. I can I could get you you know who Paul Dano is correct? Uh yes. Do you remember the Swiss Army man? Yes. He was the one that was not dead. Yes. The one that was not Harry yes, Potter. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Um, yeah, that was by the way that's like a great film by the way. I, I have just, never I, watched I it. I enjoyed it so much. Me and Misty both really really liked it cuz it goes back and forth between being completely silly to completely like Oh shit! Is this really happening? Or oh shit! This is happening. It's funny, and you go along with it to oh shit! This guy has problems, and he's talking to a dead body, and people think he's a serial killer. Oh wait, it's funny again. Like it just and I do yeah, want to watch. It was, it's, it's one of those movies that I've been wanting to watch. For it's a while. definitely worth worth checking out. Cause um, it, it had a lot of heart that you wouldn't think a movie about uh, carrying around a dead body you're talking to that's farting and using his you know dick as a compass as an erection and things like that. But it's. Also, a lot of fun stuff with Daniel Radcliffe as a dead body who doesn't remember any of his life. 
asking questions about why man and why people are the way they are and why it's not okay to say certain things or it's okay to say other things that give really, really like heartfelt conversations between the two that I really, really enjoyed. I don't know why I said that. I thought Paul Dano would be a good. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, um, I mean, there's a lot of actors a lot of people I'd love to play see. Um, um, Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> um, actually, he, that might not be terrible. Yeah, because he's funny, and we know he can go dark. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, we talked about this a little before. It was like I really just want to see Jason Sudeikis see what he can do now yeah, yeah. because I want to give him more. Yeah, oh, I like Jim get more chances to see how far he can go because I was so impressed with him in that movie. It just I can't get over it. Yeah, um, and I brought up you know there's a lot of comedic actors who are really good at drama, mm-hmm. and I think it kind of lends itself too to part of that is you know you get those conversations a lot about good comedians are usually depressed or have uh, sincere empathy with why they're you know wanting people to laugh and enjoying. Things like that, which allows, you know, a good dichotomy where maybe they do have a better understanding of some darker tones. And that's why they're able to be such good at, you know, making us laugh kind of a thing. Um, Because you got people like, not to bring it up, but like a lot of the uh, the crew on... um, I just uh, you hear a lot about like a lot of good comedians are usually self, uh, you know, uh, deprecating, deprecating, yeah appreciating uh and are usually kicking themselves like ah, oh, i'm a piece of shit and you know and it ends up well ah, <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> that's so funny but um all, you know it's people bo burnham uh, yeah yeah bo burnham i mean and you've got obviously you know uh robin williams and stuff a lot of a lot of good comedic actors that do wonderful drama because uh, they had they had depression issues demons and uh I, I read a really good article by um a cracked writer um I'm trying to think of his name it might have been dan o'brien might have been uh the guy that writes the um john dies at the end stories okay yeah um i'm trying to think of his name but he wrote a really good uh conversation about depression and and comedy and how how that lends itself to each other and so i mean i think there's a lot of good comedic actors that would be interesting to see in more drama darker roles just to see what they can yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, even people like Will Ferrell, I've seen them go very serious. I've seen, uh, you know, um, Jim Carrey. Strange in Fiction. Yeah, Strange in Fiction. Um, Jim, Jim Carrey's Carrey, done yeah. really good film. It's like number 23 or Turtle Sunshine and Spotless Mind. Even The Truman Show. Yeah, Truman Show. I mean, a lot of those actors are usually a lot more diverse, I think, than... Than given initially given credit for. Jim Carrey's gotten a lot more... Respect uh, more late, later in his career. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the, I think the movie actually, if and not to toot our own horn or whatever, but they made it the way we just said. I think it, it could be a really fascinating, really cool movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I honestly, I do trust Martin Scorsese not to give us a piece of shit. It's I going to be that. interesting, no matter what. It depends on how much other people fiddle in with it. Exactly. Too. Warner if, Brothers. If Warner Brothers lets them actually now martin scorsese's smart enough where he's gonna be like well either i have last say in how this movie yeah. goes or i yeah. he's a big enough title where he he's he, martin has, scorsese. he has a way to throw around yeah so does uh, leonardo dicaprio if they say no this is what we think needs to be exactly done. um but uh yeah so i think 
ultimately, could this be the best thing for the for Warner Brothers in <laughs> DC? Probably. Yeah, maybe. They're definitely going to get ticket sales out of a Joker movie, no it, matter whether it's good or not. It also does kind of clearly say to me, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Not at all. Because, I mean, again... They're so confused. And that's even just throwing out another Batman movie. I mean, the DC Universe has some great characters. Give us a proper Green I mean, Lantern movie. Yeah. Give us yeah. a Shazam movie. Uh, sure. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I think Shazam uh, no, no, could, no, be, no, it could, could be, could be interesting. I, I, was, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, any any of those characters... Um, there's, Plus, there's I want to see The Rock as Black Adam. That's yeah, one thing I've been wanting to see since they signed him. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of good, and even them talking about Flash, they're gonna do the the, the Flashpoint paradox again. It's like, come on, give us something different. Yeah. Flash, you can do anything with, yeah, literally, literally anything. <laughs> write a new, uh, write an original story. Get somebody. Let Jeff Johns write a story because he's helped to rebuild. I was like, create <laughs> Martian Manhunter. Do <laughs> <laughs> John Jones? Do a Martian Manhunter movie? Yeah, that could be good. <laughs> but like Jeff Jones, John Jones, what? But let, uh, but let Jeff Jeff Johns rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Johns uh, write a Flash movie. Let him give us something because he helped rebuild the Flash mm-hmm. uh, into what we know him to be today. Um, they they have this talent that they're not using. Jeff Johns is in in charge. Of their DC, supposedly, uh, of their yeah. DC in universe, Joss Whedon also is yeah. in charge now. Use the talent you have. It's like, hell, even on the, the DC, the, the CW shows, which CW is outperforming Who, you. How the fuck? CW is outperforming you. What world are we living in? What what and did Barry using... Allen fuck up in the timeline? <laughs> for God, CW. Damn it, Barry putting Allen. CW is like top-notch television. And it's like and two, they're using characters none of which are really that big. No. And they're still busting ass where it's an interesting show to watch. Okay, so week. yeah, like uh what last was it last season or season two? They used the turtle. Yeah, the turtle and made it a it fun made it episode. Pretty fucking cool. It's like uh, uh, the uh, Green Arrow is an interesting character. You could bring him to a lot, you know, film. He obviously does well enough on TV, which it's a different version of him. It's a Batman version of him, but it's a version of him nonetheless. It is a version of the Green Arrow, and then you, and a fairly got, true version of the Green yeah, Arrow. Yeah, minus to a the certain attitude. Extent. It's it's getting more so, um, especially with more of his uh, him being mayor and more of the liberal things being thrown in there, which. Or things Green Arrow comics really kind of pushed. Um, it's getting there. And, uh, yeah, F- Flash is a super interesting character that you can really do anything with because of what he can do, which is literally almost anything. Um, and they have some... They've made better characters up for those shows. <laughs> you know, Diggle. It's interesting. Felicity works. Cisco, great. It's Well, Cisco's not really made up, though. He's he's an actual character. Well, all of them are characters now, for sure, but I don't know if he was original. Vibe. Vibe might have been, but it was... A, I think it was, was Cisco Ramon. I think. Uh, it might have been. I know. Because, I mean, they did have Caitlyn, which... Uh, Caitlyn yeah, Snow, yeah, which is obviously Killer Frost. a little on the nose, for my liking. Yeah, but that that's is her also, name. That is a DC... Yeah, it's... All, all their names. Uh, wait, wait. What's your name? You're a villain, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> How no! I, 
how I would treat everyone if I was a hero in the DC universe. <laughs> What's Le- your name again? Leonard. Snow? Leonard Get the fuck Snart. away from it's me. It's like when he's like, my name is Leonard Snart. You're a scientist? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a villain. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> I'm Captain Cold. Hell, fucking uh, Rory on Legends. What a great character. Exactly. How, you have I mean, a good actor. You have a good... What the fuck? There's no reason why the television show should be outperforming you this much Constantine. I'll throw that out there just for, for good measure. Uh, remind me. Just, I'll throw that out there. Good measure. Mm. Uh, they wasted him. Fucking NBC. Yeah. I mean, hell, the Keanu Reeves movie gets a lot of love. I I yeah, it was like, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I see a lot of love for the fucking Keanu Reeves. Where everyone I've talked to is like, oh yeah, I really like that. I was watching uh, an Adam Savage tested thing the other day. And he has the uh, a couple of the, the artifacts from the show because he liked the uh, some of the just props and stuff. Yeah, he he has a lot of cool props said, in that. He said in that, in that show, he's like a uh, constant teen couple props, which was a movie that had was way better than it had any right to be. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Adam sure. Savage. He's right. It's, <laughs> he got like almost nothing right about the character, <laughs> and it still and it still was <laughs> fucking better than it should have been. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was showing a lot of good Guillermo del Toro prompts. Uh, it he, was. He um, actually got the actual uh, reliquary from the first one, the, the Tears of Samael. Oh yeah. And they said it was actually a, a Jewish uh, um, temple. That gave them a cast of one of their reliquaries to make it, and he he got the actual one from the film. He's like, I don't know how the person retained this, but I have it, and it's confirmed that it's the one. So it's good stuff. Um, I always say that uh, the movie uh, Now You See Me, the first one about the ma- magicians who are thieves. Mm, yeah, uh, I always say that movie was better than it had any right to be because it was a movie about magician thieves yeah there's no reason that we should have been worked at all but it was fucking cool and i was like no reason this movie should have been any good or yeah. even close to warranted a sequel but yeah. it did i didn't watch the sequel uh, it was fine <laughs> it was fine but yeah, it I certainly mean, was a movie cw yeah and um last last couple seasons of um the cw shows have been great but yeah i mean when when a, ser- a TV series on CW, that, that CW which, has been synonymous for a lot of years to being less than mediocre, mediocre at, television yeah, yeah. shows, minus maybe uh, Supernatural. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even that was it was never it was never boosted. It was never went past the nerd yeah. nerd team. a fandom that really got into it. Um, yeah, it, it's just for them to be outperforming WB and DC's collective. You know, brain trust up there. You'd think there'd be, a, which I don't know. I hear a lot of stories about WB being specifically kind of fickle about pushing on people. Like, I want this, I want this, I want this. Well, that doesn't really make sense. Nah, but I want it. <laughs> I, I've heard that a lot. Yeah, so. that's kind of their thing. Uh, well, they said they didn't want, which I guess doesn't bode well for uh, uh, Joe Magnaniella. Magnilano. Magnilano. It doesn't uh, bode well for him because they first said they didn't want to have Deathstroke on the shows anymore. They got rid of it like he wasn't going to be on there anymore. Uh, there's nothing on your screen. Um, okay. Uh, 
but he, you know, he wasn't going to be on the shows anymore because they were going to use him in the movies. And then what happens at the end of season five? Well, holy butt fucking Christ, he shows right up, doesn't he? And he's <laughs> like, and apparently he's coming back for season six and he's going to reunite with like his son. And it's, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so I guess that's just not going to, I guess either they don't give a shit anymore or I, they're not going to have that character at all in the Batman movie. Yeah. Um, but I was happy because I like Bonnie Bennett. I think he was pretty fantastic. Yeah. Which they've announced uh, the new Nightwing, uh, Dick yeah, Grayson Titans. Look wise, I'm okay with it. Yeah, he, he's a little string beanie. He's a little pretty. I think he's put. Well, Dick Grayson's supposed to be. A I, no, Dick Grayson was handsome. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. There's a difference. Uh, there is a difference. I'll give you that. Uh, this, <laughs> this boy's pretty. Um, yeah, but I mean, he can bulk up and Angelo, which it's supposed to be him on his way to becoming Nightwing as yeah. well. So it might give him a little bit of time, I guess. Um, I'm still yeah. fascinated because that's, a, I mean, that's a pretty good get. The kid's a good actor. What I've seen, him I, I haven't watched uh, really anything of his. I think, but he was in that, and he was in uh, the new new Pirates Oculus. of the Caribbean. And, uh, I have seen Oculus. He was in that. Uh, I don't recall the actor specifically. He though. was the brother. Yeah, I, I assume that's oh, what it okay. was. I just, I was just saying, I don't really remember him or oh. the acting per se as as much as just the the film itself. He's not, he's not like he's not like the greatest actor, yeah. but he's a solid actor. Yeah, which it's a TV series, correct? Yes. So that gives them time to really kind of build up, build up some chops. Do like chops. they're doing with Gotham, uh, with. And they've the announced Bruce. Starfire and Cyborg, I believe, but not Beast Boy yet, which I have not actually looked at the actor, actress, and actor. Oh, I haven't either. I didn't um, even But know I've they heard that. they announced both of them, but not Beast so Boy. So Cyborg yet. is going to be on this as well? I suppose it's Cyborg, or it's Raven. Cy- they've announced Raven, I Starfire, were, yeah. Cyborg, and I th- I think Cyborg. And then uh, uh, just That's announced- unusual. Yeah. Considering that they're always so adamant about whatever's being used in the movies can't be used in TV shows. Well, they might generally. not. I, I might be wrong on that. I might be wrong. Uh, I remember but specifically again, they did Starfire also and let Superman show up in Supergirl. Yeah. So. Yeah. So they could throw it in there. But yeah, and well, it's also. They don't necessarily intertwine, plus it would be a younger version of him. Yeah. So it could. It, Ideally. Yeah. That'd be fine. I, I'm okay. I'm excited for it, anyways. Although I, I am a little bummed out that it's only going to be on the DC uh, streaming app that they're going to launch in like 2018, 2019. Um, but uh, either way, I mean, I'll still watch it because Young Justice is going to be on that app as well. So, guess they got my money some more. They, always, they get they got my mean, money no matter what. They threw a DC and Marvel logo. And they got it. They got my money easily. It could just be like fucking Tony Stark shitting on a toilet for three hours. I'm like, all right. Oh, that was that uh, Iron like, Man three. That's a Pat Oswalt joke about Einstein. It's like they were talking about. Uh, he's talking about um, Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ, and how he's like, why don't we do like uh, Einstein? But he's like, it was saying his pitch about. Jesus Christ's life only showing the parts where he gets crucified would be like me pitching a movie about Einstein. Well, and he was like, oh, cool, we'll do the theory of relativity and all all those, all those different science breakthroughs when he worked at the patent office. And he's like, no, no, I just want to... There was a day he ate really bad taco. He wrote about it and he's just three hours shitting on a toilet. Most men could only shit for an hour and a half, but this man shit for three hours. It's, <laughs> it's a... It's a uh, 
a, a pinnacle of human triumph what it is <laughs> you need to watch it and they're like all oh, the science nerds man come on we gotta go watch Einstein take a shit it's gonna be awesome <laughs> uh, but yeah it's good stuff yeah it's pretty it is accurate <laughs> though for Marvel and DC it can just be they've got my money so they throw that logo on it um at least yeah. for some of the shit on later on it's yeah. I mean not like Iron Man 3 you'll <laughs> Newt Gingrich disproves. Let's call it a show. We're at an hour and a half. It's a show. It's a show. We're doing this. Is this on air? We yeah, are. We actually are we live? Recording? Is this yeah. live? Do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Let's do it unalive. Just uh, unalive. Yeah, three hours of dead space. Unalive. Not dead. Gonna unalive people. Deadpool style. Let's put some cricket noises in there. Some tweets, some maybe gash, gaseous expulsions from our decaying corpses. Maybe a rigor mortis creak. Some uh, a team come in to clean up the corpses. Yeah, you hear squeegee noises and people hefting bodies on gurneys. Uh, it's gonna be good. it's gonna be the greatest show of your life. <laughs> <laughs> or not life. Uh, or not life. Uh, all right. <laughs> so that was the thing that Joseph said. Uh, so I guess until next time, I'm Jake. I'm Joe. Are you sure? I'm not sure. Are you sure? No. Are we sure? What were we, we talking about? What? what were we talking about? Uh, DC Universe, I believe. I mean, geez, <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think it diverged that much, did it? I mean, we can. I mean, what's a guacamole recipe you enjoy? Let's, let's do this. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>